0: Dog sports, but we came here to win the most legit podcast. That's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest
1: news. We underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes, you. Cause we got Chris and
0: I to bless you. With the best features, best stories. We diving deep like a Lambo Leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring. We on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a cold round, sit back, race the cat. Cause we start this show like right now.
1: Hey Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwoodell joined by TV star Matt Crone. Matthew, thank you for taking the time to join us today.
0: Out of my busy TV schedule, you know, just being a local celebrity in the Philadelphia area on Fox, you know, it's nationally now. Nationally, I mean, it's just I'm I'm, I'm glad I could still take. I don't, I don't forget where I come from, Chris. I'm mm-hmm. I'm the most humble guy, you know. You know, let I me mean, I'll, I'll tell you how humble I am. So. Oh yeah, no,
1: you're a gr- <laughs> you're the humblest.
0: I didn't immediately post the videos on my Instagram the minute I got my, I got home today, but um. So no, nah, dude, I'm it, go Phillies, man. How are you? How do you feel today, Chris?
1: I'm good. Just so people know what we're talking about here. Last night was Game Three of the World Series in Philadelphia. Obviously, it went well for the Phillies, but it also went well particularly for you. <laughs> As uh, it seemed like the cameras could not get enough Matt Crone last
0: night. Uh, there was multiple, there's multiple, multiple photos, videos of me in the crowd. They, they just love me. I have a face for TV. I can't help it. They showed me multiple times. I was getting texts from so many people. It was unreal last night. My phone, I've never gotten that many texts in my life. People don't like me that much. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. And I understand why. Which <laughs> of the major talent agencies have reached out to you? Because I imagine this is going to open doors for other
0: opportunities. Uh, Barnum Murray, they're reaching oh, yeah. out. <laughs> isn't that's that the a, M- That's a good one. Isn't that the MTV Challenge one? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Disney, Disney has reached out. They want the rights to my story. So uh, I think I'm gonna sell it to him. Not very expensive; it's like ten bucks. But you know, it's worth it. Ten bucks goes. I would like.
1: I would like to own your life rights for ten dollars if we can make (laughs) that
0: happen. I just feel like Disney has a better merchandising plan. So yeah,
1: but I'll maybe I might do something with it. They're never going to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, they're gonna, they're. I'm gonna have a Disney Channel original movie about me someday. Let me tell you what. Guy that goes to game.
1: <laughs> that is gonna be sitting on the shelf so that other companies can't get to it. Uh, they're only,
0: gonna... they're only releasing it on VHS <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: and and uh, and various
0: Betamaxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Not many people are gonna see this. Only sold in uh, Blockbuster. <laughs>
1: uh, yes. Yeah. Well. And there's hey, there's a new Blockbuster show coming to uh, Netflix starring. Melissa Fomero from Brooklyn Nine Nine and uh, Randall Park from various projects it looks funny. so.
0: It just—I saw a picture of that and it just looks like Superstore USA. I'll take it. Have you seen that show? I've never seen that show, but the pictures well, like I, I don't thought it was just. I don't a, think it's called
1: Superstore USA. I think it's simply called Superstore. No, <laughs> but it, but it, yeah, Superstore is a, it was a very funny show.
0: Okay, I didn't watch it. It looks like it's got a few guys in it that I uh, have enjoyed before, but I, I've never seen the show.
1: You, you would like Superstore. It's, it's very much in the vein of those NBC comedies like The Office and Parks and Rec and stuff like that.
0: Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out, Chris. All right.
1: Well, I'm here to promote shows that ended three years ago. And that's <laughs> what, what we do on the show. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. It, we're recording at lunch here on, uh, on a Wednesday. I've got com open in front of me for all the latest and greatest lines and props uh, from around the sporting world. And the one that I thought was particularly interesting, tying directly to what we were just talking about, yesterday, when I talked to Greg about this, the Phillies were, I think, negative one, I mean, were plus 150 at Bovada for the MLB series odds. Those prices have now flipped, as you would imagine, and the Phillies are now the minus 150 favorite to win the 2022 Major League Baseball World Series.
0: What a turn of events, Chris. What a yeah. turn of events. All those, I mean, yesterday after Bryce Harper hit that home run, you could feel it in the stadium that there was nothing to worry about in that game. Like we were just, we, like they, Houston was never going to catch up to us in that game, no matter what. Like it was just, it was a party in the bleachers. That's all it was yesterday.
1: Do you think it was? That Bryce figured out something about McCullers tipping his pitches because that was the common thought on the broadcast.
0: Well, so that's what I guess there's a I saw the picture later um, where he he called back uh, Alec Bone and like whispered something into his ear. So yeah. I don't I don't know exactly what that was, but that's and then Pedro Martinez. I saw that because I came home, couldn't fall asleep and I was watching MLB Network and Pedro Martinez was talking about McCullers, like a certain thing that he was doing and actually tipping his pitches. So it does seem like that, that there was something there that they saw. Yeah, I
1: mean, it goes from you know, an anemic offense in game two to five home runs <laughs> and seven runs well, in, in a crazy game three.
0: Well, Greg said this. I, he like texted us, and I saw this. It was um, it was like the sixth or seventh inning, and we're up seven to nothing. And Greg was like, "Oh yeah, like this was the best time to finally get a runner in scoring position." We were up <laughs> seven to nothing, and never had a runner in scoring position. <laughs> like it was that crazy. is
1: that is insane. and I, I I am, so upset that I missed the Bryce Harper home run to go up two nothing because. Uh, I had just walked away for a second.
0: Oh, buddy, that's it. It was just it, that was amazing. He just threw him a pitch, and then Bryce, it, I, after that at bat, Bryce just did not do anything but try to hit the ball like out oh, no. of the park. Even I, further, I was just like Bryce, like smoke a cigarette, relax, <laughs> like dude, just like take it, have a beer. Like he was literally trying to hit the cover off the ball. Bo- like you ever seen The Natural or read that book where like he yeah, hits it Redford. off yeah and he breaks the the um, lighting system, like that's what Bryce was trying to do in every at bat after
1: well, that is pretty much Bryce's approach on every first pitch,
0: yeah, that is true.
1: But yeah, no, it, it didn't change. They even mentioned on the broadcast, they're like, yeah, it's it's funny how often Bryce gets behind one because he tries to hit the ball 500 feet, regardless of where it's thrown <laughs> for that first pitch. And yet then he settles down, but he never really settled down yeah, for the rest uh, no. of the
0: game. It was the same swing every single time trying to hit it 700 feet. I forget if it was that
1: third at bat or not, but there was one where he, he just missed a first pitch fastball. I would say he was probably like four to six inches under it. And if he would have connected, that is a
0: 475 (laughs) foot. Dude, he, he was just, I mean, he was all amped up. The whole team was amped up. It was just, it was exciting, man. It was just, I'm so happy for this team. I love this team. We are in a great position right now. Hopefully, Nola can be the Nola we like. You know, if he can come out, what the stat that came out was like um, if I told you, like, the bullpen is 16 and a half innings in the World Series of zero run ball. Yeah. Well, it's actually not even the bullpen. It's everybody besides Wheeler Wheeler and Nola, Nola, which is crazy. Like, it's crazy to hear. Like, everybody
1: but your aces are going to be pitching (laughs) great.
0: Yeah. And well, the thing is, we got Nola today, and then I think they're going Syndergaard tomorrow. So, which would be just a big bullpen. Was just, the fact that we got to rest the bullpen yesterday, they had Sir Anthony up for a second, and I was like, please sit yeah. him down. Like, we're up seven to nothing. Even if they score a run or two, it's not a big deal. Like, just, just let Bilotti pitch. Like, we, we did it with what? Brogdon, Gibson, Nelson, and Bilotti. Like, yeah. the back, I even threw an inning. Like, it was just the back end of the freaking bullpen, dude. It was amazing. Like, that that game was a perfect game. It could not have gone any better. All our best players hit home runs. Our pitching locked it down with just guys in the back of the bullpen. Let me tell you what. Ranger Suarez for MVP. He is the man. He
1: was great. He's the best. I, there, there is one way that it could have gone better, though, and that is – if the Astros weren't just, they didn't just decide we're going to let McCullers take his beating because we've basically given up at four to nothing. If they would have gone to the bullpen a little bit earlier, I would have been, you nice. know, yeah, use up some I mean, pitchers. There was a, you know, they were down what three, one, three, nothing, whatever in the but to, bottom of the third. Like if we could have chased McCullers in the bottom of the third and used up more of those pitchers, that would have been, that would have been perfect but obviously you're going to take this outcome 100 times out of 100 so nothing to really complain about.
0: Yeah, I agree. It would have been would have been nice to use up some pitchers, but you know, we walked out of there with a win. We got a full fresh bullpen. Momentum's on our side and we got uh, we got our one of our aces going tonight. So, let's just let's get it done, get a good night's sleep and try to clinch game 5 on Thursday, which Phillies are doing something on Thursday. I'm not I'm not too happy about. What is and that? I, I alluded this into the before the show. So an announcement came out that the Phillies will be wearing their powder blues on Thursday.
1: Oh, I saw that,
0: and I love the powder blues Chris. I got multiple powder blue jerseys. I have the powder blue dunks from Nike. I love that color scheme. I love those jerseys so much. I think it's a little cocky I you think, think it's they, a,
1: they you think they think they're clinching Thursday night?
0: I think it's one in this thing i think I just think it's a little it's a little like. Oh, we're gonna wear we're gonna wear these and win the World Series in these. Like it's 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 a a little bit cocky. I don't really like I wish they would just wear the pinstripes or the day game jerseys. Keep it simple. Don't don't bring another distraction into the world. Don't give hmm. the Astros any fuel to the fire. Like, oh yeah, you wore those jerseys thinking you were gonna win. Like, nope, we're going back to Houston. I don't love the move by the organization. I would much rather just wear our pinstripes.
1: Yeah, incredible. well. That's totally fair. I can see where you're coming from. Although it would be awesome, to it would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be the coolest thing in the world if that happened. Like, and I get it. It's just like I just kind of want to like don't get ahead of ourselves, you know. I just wanna, I just wanna do the regular thing. I don't want to get crazy with it.
1: Well, I feel like they're doing that too because it is the last game in Philadelphia this season. I don't think they would pull out the Powder Blues in Game Six in Houston.
0: Yeah, well, and it is a Thursday, so that's kind of their thing. We're like, oh, it's Throwback Thursday. Like, we did this all season, so we're gonna keep doing it. Like, I just, I don't know. I just don't want to get ahead of ourselves because there's. I mean, Houston's a good. They are a good baseball team. There is a lot. Like, yeah,
1: they won twenty more games than the Phillies during (laughs) the regular season.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like, so there, there's a lot. There's a lot of baseball to be played in these next couple days. Like, there is anything could happen. So. I don't know. It's just something. It's just a distraction that I don't really want the team to have, you know?
1: No, I, I completely get where you're coming from. It's just, it's such a weird and cool time to be a Phillies fan. Like there is another thing out there in the periphery going on that we just never, ever have happened as Philadelphia fans. Uh, they're <laughs> the best player in the, the Japanese professionally, the NPL is a gentleman by the name of I – don't, I, don't, I don't want to butcher this uh, – Masataki Yoshida. He's a 29-year-old outfielder, best player in the NPL, plays for the Onyx Buffalos, wants to be posted, wants to go to the majors next year, and wants to be a Philadelphia Philly. I mean – It's crazy. What, like what This po- stuff never happens.
0: What position does he play?
1: think uh, he's a center fielder there, I think he's probably a left fielder in the, in, in the majors. He's the the reason is he's utterly obsessed with Bryce Harper.
0: Isn't his dog named Bryce Harper?
1: His yeah, I don't know if his dog is named Bryce Harper, but he I'm looking at a picture of his dog wearing a Bryce Harper jersey. <laughs> Literally, his Twitter account is bh underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and it, to to the point where it might be creepy for
0: Bryce. Yeah, now it's now it's an issue. Yeah, <laughs> stalker vibes. No, but but, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> but this gentleman is. He's a one or a two hitter in the majors, more likely than not. He is just an absolute stud in the NPL and uh, would be... Obviously, you don't want to get ahead of yourselves because there's a World Series to play, but would it would be an interesting fit as the team is likely to lose Hoskins this offseason. You can move one of those, let's call it Castellanos, to DH once Harper can actually play the field again schwarber can play play schwarber at first base and all of a sudden your defense goes from bad to potentially good
0: if we lose reese hoskins they're going to it's going to hurt my feelings i don't even want to talk about that chris why would you even bring that up i don't even know
1: i I, I was attempting to hurt your feelings let me ask you a question about betters delight this week okay why was there a jacket hanging in the background
0: (laughs) well it was it was a raincoat because we went, the rain me, out. Got it. Me and Mike drove down to the Phillies game. Got there at six p.m. and then the game got rained out, or like the game got canceled at six forty-five because of rain. So I was like, "All right, no jersey this week. It's a rain. It's raincoat week. That's what it is."
1: Okay. Yeah. See, I uh, obviously was not there for the recording, so I missed out on some of the nuances. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did have to check in every now and then just to sample audio levels. And I caught you asking me to do some kind of post-production for you. Uh, here's the thing. You can't ask for that stuff when I'm not there.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. But hey, come on. I'm you should
1: something relating to Stone Cold.
0: <laughs> I, I was asking you to because I, I got plus I got 316. So I was like, oh, yeah, like Stone Cold 316. Like break the glass.
1: <laughs> In but, another uh, world, I would have been happy to try that for you. But
0: uh, <laughs> wasn't there. Just wasn't going to work out that day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I do. I was very happy with how last week's episode came together—the the Halloween episode of Better's Delight, which, what did it? We said fifteen thousand. I have. I feel like this show was intentionally taped early <laughs> so that Mark would could avoid shaving his head on fifteen thousand.
0: <laughs> That's what Mark said. Mark said that he was just like, "This is great. It works out for me. Perfect. Like I don't have to shave my head on the podcast." Even though his head's already pretty much shaved, so it's not yeah. like it's not that crazy. But it's uh, it would it From would certainly have been a scene. Good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was ah. just it, uh, the, the listenerships or the viewerships down a little bit. But I think I think we'll get up as the people weren't expecting it this week, you know.
1: No, I, I do think that's I do think that's the reason that the view count has been a little bit lower for for Better's delight. But at the end of the day, it always finds its level. Um, and like you said, it came out two days early, so not not surprised by it we'll get we'll be where where it is the the uh the base of the the, the sub count for the youtube channel just keeps going up and up and up. so yeah oh dude
0: what we happened? need to get to, we might get to 50k by next week
1: we should i i would certainly think we should right now it sits just under 48.5 so i i would be disappointed if we weren't at 50k when we recorded next week yeah, I would, I'm gonna aim for 51. That's where I'm gonna be. 51k by the time we record. So we're
0: talking to you, underdog listeners. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go like, subscribe, favorite it, post it on your Facebook. Just just give throw it a subscription. It, it takes yeah. two seconds.
1: Put it on your Vine. Make it one of your <laughs> top eight on MySpace. Whatever, whatever <laughs> social media you're interested in.
0: Right next to Tom.
1: <laughs> yeah, right next to yeah. Well, I would prefer. I would prefer it was number one over Tom because send that pompous jerk a message. <laughs> <Yeah>. But. <laughs> um, no, I'm, uh, I think we're, we're going to delve pretty heavy into some social advertising at the beginning of 2023, more likely going back and forth on some stuff. We're running some numbers, but it looks like it's either going to be, it's probably going to be TikTok.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. TikTok's pretty famous right it's now. It's
1: probably going to be TikTok. Uh, it's going to be TikTok or Instagram, but it's probably going to be TikTok from the, the numbers that I've seen thrown out so far.
0: Uh, anyway. We're already on TikTok.
1: Better's delight is already on TikTok.
0: That's true. It's not a great TikTok, but Mike tries his best. <laughs> I have to, see. he phoning He certainly does not try his best. I actually don't. Even, I don't even think I follow the TikTok right, right now. I don't think that's good to say. But that's everyone go really not good to say. You're like,
1: hey, look, I can't be bothered, but you peasants should follow
0: it. Go follow it. Mike's doing a heck of a bad job, and he's uh, doing a job. He's doing a job.
1: Mike is doing a job.
0: We had sixteen hundred views in our last video, so that's pretty good. Four hundred, God, one hundred and forty-five likes, two comments. Okay, okay. that's pretty good, I, actually.
1: I was surprised to learn the age breakdowns of the average TikTok user. They are older than I expected, so perhaps TikTok- I'm the one who doesn't understand.
0: I mean, I love TikTok. I mean, I was a big Vine guy. So it just it fits me perfectly because I, I mean, I love there's this one kid on TikTok who makes videos where he goes, um, this are the videos if I grew up during the Vine era, like that's his whole thing. So like he just makes Vines for now, but like on TikTok.
1: There has been some talk about Vine being brought back.
0: I saw Elon Musk tweet about it.
1: Yeah. Elon also is going to let anybody in the world be verified for eight dollars a month. So
0: I kinda like that's that move.
1: F- oh, it's gonna be the downfall of Twitter. I am I am very like I I am I would be selling Twitter stocks heavy right now.
0: <laughs> it seems crazy. It seems crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's
1: going to lead like because we we view that blue check as some degree, maybe not what it was before, but some degree of this person is a legitimate person and an actual source. Uh, And once anybody can just buy that sort of credibility for $8 a month, it's just going to be. a disaster.
0: But the thing is like now a lot of blue check marks aren't good sources though. Yeah, but at least they're
1: better than the random person because there's been this proliferation of the fake news accounts on, on Twitter where they'll just post. And in a lot of cases, the, the production quality is good. Like it looks like something that ESPN or CBS or 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 BR or somebody like that would put out, and it's just a completely fake news story.
0: Yeah, dude, that's all. That there's there's so much fake news out there right now. It's crazy. Both sides of if, the political you can parties. Verif-
1: and- oh, for sure. If you can buy your verification and put those stories out, more people are going to think it's real.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Do you think it's well, the thing is, like, I would I would want to say, like, oh, it's just the older people that fall for these. It's like, no, like people send tweets all the time over in our group chats. So it's one particular person, but he sends it all the time. It's like, that's just a, that's a fake story or like you didn't oh, read yeah. it. Like, you clearly didn't read it. Like, come on.
1: There there are some that are obvious, but other ones like I, I bought into a fake story yesterday because it's not like, oh, yeah, the. The, the Nets are firing Steve Nash and hiring Red Auerbach <laughs> to be their head coach. It, no, it was like, oh, Brandon Cooks got traded to the, the Browns for a second round pick. And it was from a person who looked reliable. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I discussed it with other people. And then I was like, I, I think that was fake. <laughs> well, that's like, the, what is the purpose of that?
0: A bunch of people fell for the Nick Saban tweet that came out that Nick Saban was retiring. Yeah. Like a bunch like a ton of people fell for that. It's like, didn't he just sign like a really big contract? Like
1: So That's crazy, man. Uh,
0: well the worst is on Instagram, people can like photoshop pictures really well. And like no. if you just quick look at it and it's like breaking news, Brandon Cook's traded. Like and it's like it's like, oh like that looks legit, but it's like, oh, this came from Party Pooper Five on Instagram. Like you didn't look at their handle.
1: Right. But but the other but that's the thing, and they can the the other people who are like, you know, first name, last name, NFL is tweeting that this this person was traded. Like, why okay, why would I not believe this? Because
0: yeah.
1: it's why make this up? Why waste time in your day to make this
0: up? <laughs> Just like what is the reasoning behind this? <laughs>
1: yeah, like a number two wide receiver was traded for a mid-round draft pick. I mean, like,
0: <laughs> Seems right. legit. Can we talk about the Chase Claypool trade?
1: Uh, we can talk about a lot of these trades from yesterday. There was some absolute crazy stuff that happened in the NFL. There were 10 trades on trade deadline day. It's the most trades ever on a on a non-draft uh, day. You're talking about Claypool specifically going from the Steelers to the Bears. An interesting one, too, because allegedly both the Packers and the Bears were making plays for Claypool. The the Steelers ended up going with the Bears because they thought the draft pick was going to be higher, which makes sense. Bavada has the Bears at plus 50,000 to win the Super Bowl and the Packers at plus 3,000 to win the Super Bowl. So <laughs> there's a bit of a discrepancy there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a huge deal. And they effectively uh, traded the pick that they got, well, the value they got for Roquan Smith earlier in the week when they traded him to Baltimore.
0: Yeah, I don't, that's like... uh but just like what are the Bears gonna do with Chase Claypool? They need a wide receiver for Justin Fields. And they got Darnell Mooney.
1: Yeah, they need a wide receiver for Justin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, Clay, right. I, I think Claypool makes a lot of sense there. He's also a pretty good run blocker, and that that team's identity does want to be running the ball at this point. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I thought it was a great trade, and Pittsburgh is just a wide receiver factory, unfortunately. So good deal for them they get a second round pick for you know for good wide receiver who ultimately they're not going to miss a ton
0: yeah and, no because uh, they'll 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 get somebody else and they'll draft some fourth rounder from middle tennessee state that no one's ever heard of that'll be an amazing that will be a hall of famer in two oh, years
1: yeah. and and yeah two years into his playing career which is just unbelievable
0: <laughs> it's crazy he's gonna score 18 <laughs> touchdowns a year
1: uh I, yeah i thought i thought claypool was was uh, and he's a guy who i i don't really like because i think he's an arrogant jackass
0: well i mean it's the, the play that what he did last year when he like pointed and cost the team the game like
1: yeah i think he got a little he's a he's a canadian they're supposed to be nice boys i didn't know but, he's canadian uh, yeah his, his nickname is literally mapletron
0: it's a pretty good nickname that's pretty strong Uh,
1: but uh, you know, also a little bit unfair to compare the guy to one of the great wide receivers in NFL history and Calvin Johnson, but
0: did, um, uh,
1: trade deadline was crazy.
0: We didn't do anything right. Birds didn't do anything.
1: Well, they didn't do anything past the Robert Quinn trade earlier in the week, which was, which was fine. Allegedly they were in on the running backs, but the Browns wanted a fourth round pick for Kareem Hunt. Why not the Eagles? Eagles, I don't believe have a four, so it would have had to been a five and something else. Or I, I yeah, made. I don't know if that was the sticking point. I, I would have made. I would have tried to go go get Kareem Hunt if it was me, but you know, yeah. not my decision. And the Eagles, it's nuts. It's nuts. The time we live in in Philadelphia sports. The Eagles are have the second best odds to win the Super Bowl right now at Bavada at plus five twenty five, behind only the Buffalo Bills.
0: That's crazy. Could you imagine a Bills Eagles Super Bowl? Oh, it would be insane.
1: And it would be it would be fun too, because they're just they're two good fan bases.
0: Oh yeah. It would be such a good time, dude. It would be it would just be a party. Like I'd have to watch watch it with my cousin Jake, you know, like it would just be nuts. It's in Arizona this year, right?
1: I do not know that. Uh I I feel like there wouldn't be that much animosity between Bills and Eagles fans either. Uh, there would be the the normal, like, you know, we obviously don't want the other team to win stuff, but I feel like those two—they're kind of kindred spirit fan bases. A
0: oh, bit. certainly, certainly. Like I, I think if if that turns out to be the Super Bowl, they play the game at Penn State. That's what they should do. Play it at Penn State, it, <laughs> it is, like, and that way, that way, true Eagles and Bills fans can go to the game, tailgate it. You know, not have to spend an arm and a leg to get out there. Just have it at Penn State. It's all that matters.
1: You are correct. The Super Bowl is in uh, is in Glendale, State Farm Stadium. And uh, Glendale Harris.:
0: I'll email Goodell. I'll see if we can get the Penn State thing going.
1: I, you know, we I, maybe we talked about it on the show, the, the ideas to improve the NFL in the preseason, but that was one of the ones I liked the most, is playing that 17th game at a neutral site in a big college stadium. Like, why not have the Eagles and the Steelers play their game, at, you know, in Penn State?
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be a party, dude. That would be such a good time, especially for two teams that like aren't even really that big of rivals. You know, like
1: no, but it, geographically it works
0: exactly. And just yeah, that would be so much fun. Like I, I would go to that game. Like I would, I would try to get up there. The, tailgating at Penn State is actually a lot of fun. I didn't go to Penn State, but I've tailgated football games a, fun, a bunch of times. You at Ole a, Miss, correct? I was, uh, yes, Ole Miss. Now nothing beats the Grove. That is number one. That I, I mean, been there many times, many games in the SEC. Mm -hmm. But um, Patel, can I
1: ask you, what was your best experience there?
0: Um, So it was a few years ago. It was uh, Ole Miss versus uh, Furman. And it was a great game. It was a great game. Just in the Grove. Everyone wore red that day because the team was wearing red. So we were just walking around the Grove, drinking apple cider, having a great time. It was just early fall. So I think we beat them thirty seven and zero, and wow. uh, yeah, we we stopped after halftime. They stopped the game because they were like, "Let's just." Stop it mer- they mercy ruled it. They mercy ruled Furman, you know. Furman's great school out of South Carolina, but they just can't. They just can't run with us. But you know, I mean, uh, I walk. Actually, I walked out. I led the team onto the field oh hand in hand with John Reese Plumley, hand in hand.
1: How did I not know that? And this is weird too because I'm seeing that that Furman and Ole Miss have actually only played one time. It was in 1924,
0: and Furman won. It's a different Furman. different Furman. Different <laughs>
1: Furman. Not South Carolina Furman. I was mistaken.
0: Yeah, that was my bad. It's a different Furman. It was Furman,
1: Furman. Community College.
0: <laughs> no, no one knows about this Furman. It's the Furman Wildcats, actually. Not the, not the Furman whatever the heck they are.
1: Can I ask, how old are you?
0: If <laughs> 150 years old.
1: I <laughs> you... Well, Clearly moisturizing, and the whole vampire thing is, is going well for you.
0: It's just it's a great game. I mean, it's just it was so much fun to be at. <laughs> they let me kick a few field goals for the team in the game, so it was nice.
1: Well, how old were you in nineteen twenty four?
0: I can't. Uh, you know, it's so long ago. It's math, math has never been my strong suit. I don't age, so that's actually I was I was sure. exactly thirty. <laughs>
1: Sure. Well, that, Okay, so 1924, uh, Wrigley Field was built.
0: I remember, yeah. I actually helped the, with that.
1: <laughs> you, had, you had a busy year. It
0: was a big year uh, for me. The,
1: the first Winter Olympics were held in France, and uh, Ellis Island briefly closed as an immigration entry point.
0: Well, I remember when, um, yeah, close that down. <laughs> but uh, but um, I would
1: watch where you're going.
0: With this. I, no, I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. <laughs> I, nothing, I had nothing to do with that in 1930. <laughs> but um, no, I definitely i was in uh, i was in France for that one. I actually introduced the sure. luge that year. Wow. I introduced the yeah. luge to everyone. Yeah, people don't know this.
1: Did you compete at all, or just you were just there?
0: Uh no, it was just there. Just a just a fan slash volunteer slash luge instructor. So <laughs> luge
1: enthusiast.
0: <laughs> Big fan of the luge. Every everyone I know who luges loves it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and everyone you've known who loses over the years.
0: <laughs> over the years. What's like it's a what's that movie? There's I don't know, there's that movie with the guy from Air Force One and he like doesn't age, or Blake Lively doesn't age. I don't remember. <laughs> but I'm Blake Lively. <laughs> I'm always Blake Lively. <laughs> You're Beyonce.
1: No, well, sure. That's just because of your love of Ryan Reynolds. But <laughs> what? Who is the? Which Kurt Russell? Who was in Air Force One? Uh, he's a uh, was in
0: Star Wars. He was a Steve Han Solo. Oh, uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford was in Air Force One, wasn't he? Uh,
1: The Age of Adeline.
0: Yeah, he's the president in uh, Air Force One. The and film uh, yes. stars
1: Blake Lively in the title role uh, A young woman who stops aging After being brought back to life From death following an incident At the age of 20, 29
0: Yeah, so I am Adeline
1: Okay, can we talk about human <laughs> beings on this planet? You know, I I googled this To see what this movie is <laughs> And under people also ask The first question is Is Age of Adeline Scientifically <laughs> possible? <laughs>
0: Well, I'm living proof. Okay,
1: well, I'll have to change this. Then.
0: <laughs> Another one says it's just it says is Age of Adeline a true story?
1: <laughs> yes, that, it's just the, the name and gender were changed to protect <laughs> the innocent.
0: Is Age of Adeline a sad story? That's pretty good. That's a pretty good one there. Oh my god! This came out in 05. Box Glad office got- sixty five million.
1: Glad we got around to Age of Adaline. I want to. I've uh, never actually, seen it.
0: Is the best part. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't.
1: I think we own it. I don't. I haven't seen it. Um, I'm frustrated with the Cinemark theater chain right now, Matthew. Oh, tell me. For a long time, since the since the inception of, since the inception of the pandemic, since the <laughs> pandemic started. Um, Cinemark started offering private watch parties where you could you could rent out a theater for you and up to 30 people it was it was reasonable it was like two, anywhere from 199 to 250 bucks mm-hmm. uh, I we've we've done it many many times typically our th- we've watched uh, we've gotten the theaters for Marvel movies and big movies like that and uh, now we're we're gearing up to see Black Panther and it seems as if Cinemark has ended the program
0: interesting
1: so I am very angry about this. With no notice, no notice.
0: Yeah, they should have. They should have sent you an email. I spent
1: enough money there. They should have sent me an
0: email. You were probably their best customer.
1: Uh, I don't know. It was a, it was a really good deal. Two fifty for up to thirty people. It, it's and you can just not have to not have to have other people in the theater with you. This is it was, just, it was a good time.
0: There could but, there, I mean there can be a lot of times where I'm very annoyed with people in the theater. So sure. I actually like that. But I also there are some movies where I do like watching with a lot of people, you know, oh, yeah,
1: comedies or horrors are definitely better in groups.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I watched I think the last movie I saw was the Age Harry of Potter. Adeline. It was Age of Adelaide. It's 2015 <laughs> pre-pandemic. But um, no, I saw the Harry Potter, the newest Harry Potter, not Harry Potter. Obviously, it's uh, Fantastic piece. But like I liked watching that with a crowd like because when they showed Dumbledore, everyone was like, yeah, Dumbledore. Like, yeah! like and then it's like it was just know—it yeah, was fun. It was a fun watch. I saw the day it came out. People were excited.
1: That and uh, what? Sing 2.
0: Sing 2. I did see Sing 2 in theaters. That was a good one. I did enjoy Sing 2. I'd like Sing 2. What did I watch? I watched uh, Rise of Gru the other day. That's pretty good.
1: Can I ask why you watched Rise of Gru the other day?
0: Despicable Me is really good. I agree, but you're an adult. <laughs> what that means? I can't watch Rise of Gru. Okay. Just like a,
1: just like if you were like, oh yeah, you know, we were watching the girls and we watched Rise of Gru. I'd be like, oh yeah, it makes sense. That's nice of you. But you're like, yeah, I don't know, I was bored, so I watched uh, one of the Minions films.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's not like I went back and like like rewatched it. Like it's a new movie, so I just wanted to watch a new movie. You know, I wanted to watch something I haven't watched yet, so I watched that.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like every, other than that, I haven't been watching. I mean, Game of Thrones is over. We talked about that on this show. Like, I don't have much going for me right now. TV-wise. Other,
1: other than <laughs> your you found national celebrity.
0: That's true. I can't believe it. Dude. I'm so famous. I'm going to sign an autograph today. I don't know who I'm going to give it to, but I'm going to sign it.
1: Then. The big question is, do they keep it?
0: It's like, <laughs> what do I do with this trash? Is this a receipt?
1: Just go up to be somebody and be like, hey, Matt Crown, you probably saw me on uh, Fox last night. Here's my autograph. And just like, see what they did. Just
0: see what is, they did. Is this a losing 50-50 ticket? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Didn't have the first yeah. number yesterday.
1: Well, not everything can go right.
0: I'll, I'll win on Wednesday, though, or Thursday, though. Thursday. I'll along,
1: win. along with the Phillies winning the World Series in their powder blues.
0: Could you imagine a per- like how perfect that day would be? Being at the clinching game, winning the 50-50 and winning the World Series. Also, we, the Eagles can go to 8 and no. Yeah, I feel bad. Like are people going to watch that game?
1: What time's the Phillies game? 8:03? 3
0: Yeah, it's going to it's going to directly clash with it. It's going to be tough. But the thing is it's like I don't know. Thank God it's just against Houston. And it's not really like that important of a game. I
1: mean, The, the Phillies are also playing Houston, though. This is the great Philadelphia Houston rivalry.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been going on for years. <laughs> yeah,
1: since 1924, that game against
0: Furman. <laughs> that's where it started. That's where it all started.
1: <laughs> like, you well, know, well,
0: Gerald Lambeau was, or what? No, that's not. That's the guy from uh, the movie with Ben Affleck. Okay, Lambeau well, Field, what's his name?
1: Lambo Lambeau Field. What's his name?
0: <laughs> the guy Lambo.
1: You're talking about Pasquale Lambo.
0: No, the the guy who like invented football. The Packers coach. Are you talking? What? Isn't that a guy? Lambo's a guy.
1: All right, Lambeau Field was named after uh, the fifth largest stadium in the world named after. Home field of the Green Bay Packers opened 65 years ago as City Stadium replacing the original City Stadium in Green Bay East High School. That's interesting. It's the <laughs> Packers' home field. Uh, it, it was in honor of Vince Lombardi.
0: Vince is, Lombardi. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah,
1: it's, like, it's on Lombardi <laughs> Avenue.
0: His name's not Lam- Lambo It's Lombardi.
1: It <laughs> is not Vince
0: Lombardi. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. That's Although so that funny. would have
1: been an excellent name for a betters to light up.
0: Uh, dude, I did. I Lombardi. That's who I'm thinking of. Vince Lombardi, not yeah, Lombardi. Yes, the
1: single most famous person in football history.
0: <laughs> not Gerald Lambeau, the famous mathematician from a made up movie Correct. starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Uh,
1: one of my favorite movies of all time is Goodwill Hunting, by the way. But ma- ma- uh, that aside, um, I will tell you, it, it's gross to to take advantage of it. But the Astros plus money is not the worst bet in the history of bets. I wouldn't do it. I know, but I mean, I, look, I wouldn't do it either. But Bavada having them plus 130, uh, <laughs> okay. it, it would be a nice consolation if things go bad.
0: <laughs> I'm not, I would never, would never in a million years bet on them. Even though I am cold right now, so maybe that is a good bet for me to make. I do curse every team I touch.
1: There you go. So
0: it's so not you good. Can
1: guarantee guarantee the, the Thursday win.
0: It's not good right, for my wallet.
1: Not, well, no. But uh, also, I'm probably not going to a bunch of World Series games and concerts and other things.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Luckily, nothing in your personal life going on anytime soon, so you'll be perfectly fine. I imagine there's <laughs> nothing that's going to cost you any sort of money.
0: That's true. I'm not uh, on a budget. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. All right, let's um, right. Let's get some picks in for this week before we get out of here. Like I said, Thursday night, the other game, Philadelphia, is in Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Bavada has the Texans plus 14 against these this,
0: this game keeps getting pushed like it was like it was like nine a week ago, and then it was yeah. like 13 five yesterday or Monday, and now I mean, it's we 14. we had to 13
1: five yesterday, yeah.
0: Yes. I'm, I mean, I'm going to take the birds minus 14. I, I just think we keep this rolling. The Phillies magic is up in the air. There's going to be a lot of excited Philadelphia fans at that game on Thursday. So I, I just like, uh, I like the Eagles in this game.
1: The uh, PJ Walker and the Carolina Panthers head to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals, fresh off a bad loss on Monday night football. Hadn't given up a touchdown, in the second half, that season so far, gave up three to the Browns in the second half Monday night, and like I said, a bad loss. Bavada has the Bengals minus seven and a half.
0: Hey, what's up with this team? I don't, I don't know what's going on with the the Bengals right now. Two Chase is hurt. Like, I feel so. Here is my brain. Here is how my brain works. We're gonna dive yeah. into this. Scary, so what? What on. I'm thinking is a lot of people are going to bet the Panthers this week. They're going to be like, Bengals just did so bad. Panthers aren't looking too bad. PJ Walker, did they win that game? If DJ Moore doesn't take his helmet off.
1: Yeah.
0: I like the Bengals minus seven and a half. This is like a, not my wallet sucker type bet. A lot of people are going to lose money betting the Panthers on Sunday.
1: It's interesting. Um, sending a text about the power washers that are outside (laughs) the what else is interesting the green bay packers head to detroit to take on the detroit lions packers are a mess lions looked good for a while last week but vada's got the lions plus three and a half
0: i'm taking the packers i think the packers get it done in detroit aaron Rodgers owns detroit i like i like green bay
1: gotta get it right at some point although you i also wonder if Aaron Rodgers is just going to be furious after once again not getting any offensive help at the trade deadline.
0: Uh, I'm sure he's not going to be happy. Maybe he just packs it in and says, I'll see you next year.
1: Uh, I'll see you on Jeopardy next year, more likely. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: just done with it.
1: The If anybody was going to retire just mid-season, it would seem like it would be Aaron Rodgers. He's that kind of weirdo.
0: Yeah, I could see it. I don't even know. Who's their uh, backup? Matt Flynn?
1: Uh, no, it's Jordan Love who they drafted in the first round a couple of years ago. Much to the... The anger of Aaron Rodgers.
0: Makes sense. I get why he's angry.
1: I mean, he was 35 and they drafted a quarterback to eventually replace him, but fine. Fine. <laughs> uh the oh, this game is weird. I don't want to talk Raiders, Jaguars, because I don't know who either of these teams are at this point. This game's weird too, but in a different direction. The Chargers head to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Bavada has the Falcons plus three.
0: Um I had an opinion about this the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking Chargers minus three. No opinion.
1: The opinion has has lapsed.
0: No opinion. Brain's not uh, functioning great today.
1: Brain, no work, good. Daytime.
0: <laughs> During work the, hours.
1: The uh, the Buffalo Bills head to New York to take on the Jets. One of the bigger lines of the week. Bavada has the Jets plus 12 and a half.
0: Battle for New York in New Jersey. I like the Bills. Minus 12 and a
1: half. Isn't that how it always should be? The battle <laughs> of New York takes place in New
0: Jersey. <laughs> yeah, give me uh, the bills.
1: Colts Patriots is a weird one. Uh, let's hear this. is This is an interesting one. The Miami Dolphins head to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Now with one more chase Claypool. Bravata have has the Bears plus five.
0: Dolphins. Dolphins are figuring it out. They're playing some good football. Tua looked good last week. Hill will look good last week. He'll look good last week. Give me the Dolphins minus five.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how Tua or um, how Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes are like the, still the best versions of themselves apart. And yet Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have crumbled like a codependent marriage.
0: Oh, man. The crum- the Thank God the Raiders played back because I was playing against Mark in fantasy this week and he had Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. I looked yeah. at one point. Devontae Adams had negative point ten points. Like, I don't know how that works.
1: That is not. Yeah, one catch for three yards, I
0: believe. Yeah, and I think he got tackled on a uh on a like a rush a running play. Like for behind the line. So yeah, it's just uh, that the I don't know what the Raiders are doing, man. That's just a bad football team.
1: It, it is a really bad football team, and it's a team that's spending a lot of money to be terrible. So man. not what you want. Um the Minnesota Vikings travel to Washington to take on the Washington Commanders, who just today it was announced Daniel Snyder may be selling the team. That's uh, that's heartbreaking as an Eagles fan, but great for the rest of the football world. Bavada has the Commanders plus three and a half.
0: Commanders money line. I like the Heine guy. He's good. You like the Heine? (laughs) Tyler Heineke, Yeah, I I think he's a good ball player.
1: All right. Well, as an Eagles fan, I really do hope that the that the commanders don't end up selling because uh, Snyder has ruined that team for multiple decades. And that's been wonderful for, for (laughs) us.
0: It has been great.
1: Terrible for people who are employed by the organization. And I feel for all of them (laughs) and
0: fans and people, people part of the local DMV area.
1: Yeah. Not, not great for anyone, but other (laughs) NFC East organization, (laughs) the Seattle Seahawks, fresh off a big win, travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Pavada has the Cardinals minus two.
0: Does DMV mean Delaware, Miller and Virginia?
1: Uh, I, I forget. Hold on, I think it has some other name. But right, go ahead and talk, Seattle <laughs> Cardinals.
0: Uh, sure. Seahawks my, plus one ten. I don't know what the Cardinals are doing, man, but they, I, but they are getting touchdowns. To my boy DeAndre Hopkins, picked him up early. Or I drafted him in fantasy, put up thirty three points last week. Let's keep this train running. I'm aiming. I'm aiming to shoot high right now trying to get
1: better uh, the, the national capital region portion of the washington metropolitan area is also colloquial colloquial colloquially named yeah, you got
0: you got that word so,
1: colloquially I, I, adding the lee to colloquial oh my god all right I mean, everyone knows what i'm trying to say or they don't and i'm just having a stroke uh which stands for the district of columbia maryland virginia
0: okay so not delaware maryland virginia
1: well no it is not no it is not part of that area um so,
0: so right. who knows some
1: may consider uh consider it part of it but
0: <laughs> sounds good
1: sound it sounds good um the rams travel to tampa bay to take on the buccaneers bavada has got the bucks minus three
0: can the bucks keep losing like I feel like the Bucks got to win this game. I, I'm I'm gonna take Bucks money line. But can the Rams also keep losing? I don't know what's going on. I'm, give me over 42 and a half. I don't want anything else but that.
1: Colloquially, yeah, you got it. Colloquially, anything else good? Anything else in there for me? The uh, couple more games here. Big line. Big, big line here. Second biggest line of the week. Tennessee Titans travel to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Bovada has the Chiefs minus 13 at home.
0: I took Titans on betters delight, but I'm going to take Chiefs minus 13 even money. I think the Chiefs are going to put up points. Hedging bets here. Yeah, hedging. (laughs) One I don't get points on and one I do get points on.
1: Uh, It's a very solid strategy. (laughs) And uh, finally, Monday Night Football – the Baltimore Ravens, now with Roquan Smith, David Ajabo, and Tyus Bauer off the uh, off the IR, head to New Orleans to take on Andy Dalton and those uh, high powered offensive New Orleans Saints. bavada has got the Saints plus three at home.
0: Saints money line plus one twenty five. Go Saints!
1: No, the Eagles have their first round pick. Go
0: right. Ravens! Go Ravens! Go Ravens! <laughs> but i that's
1: going to be it for this week's episode. <laughs> For the 143-year-old Matt Krohn, I have been Chris Horvath. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next week.